0: Firstly, thank you very much, Chris, uh, for giving me opportunity to interview you for my YouTube channel and podcast. Sure. So uh, I thought to tell about you and uh, the work that you are doing to my audience.
1: What was that? I'm sorry. I just The audio cut
0: out. <clears throat> uh, I thought to tell about you and uh, the work that you are doing to my audience. Okay. So can you please introduce yourself?
1: So I'm uh, Chris Regan, owner/founder uh, of CLR Solutions. We are based in uh, the U.S., New Jersey. Um, we provide IT asset management services to corporations all over the U.S.
2: that have uh, you know, surplus computer equipment taking up space all around their uh, businesses,
1: and uh, help them properly and responsibly, uh, you know, recycle it, uh, recover value from it, and also take care of any uh,
2: data on those, de- on the devices and provide secure data destruction. So you What was that? It cut out. Uh, you are from? Uh,
1: New Jersey. USA.
0: So you're providing services uh, only to U.S. or uh, to uh, to other countries too? Um, mostly the U.S. Our primary, our primary market
2: is the New York metro area.
0: So you started this uh, 14 years back? Yes, that's correct. So what made you to uh, start this? You started your journey as a network engineer and uh, you worked
1: in sales. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a uh, roundabout way I, I started out in, you know, as a network engineer working for other, uh, you know, IT companies and then did some, uh, you know, worked in sales, had, you know, various different different positions, kind of getting my lay of the land. And then, um, you know, back in 2008, the economy here was uh, And, you know, it was just at the beginning of uh, the housing bubble. And I was doing, you know, traditional IT break fix type services for clients. And uh, when the economy, uh, you know, kind of uh, crumbled the way it did, there was, we got, we were getting calls from a lot of our existing customers because of, you know, their cash flow shortfalls and, you know, obviously just trying to stay in business. They were, you know, uh, you know, not using IT services, those are some of the first things that they cut from their budget, and they were looking for, you know, we've got this old equipment sitting around, can you help us monetize it, you know, or, uh, you know, we we ended up doing a lot of work for uh, companies that, uh, you know, were going through some sort of uh, bankruptcy or reorganization and had to liquidate the IT assets that they had had in their business to, uh, you know, as per you know, orders of the orders of the court, and that to you know, kind of liquidate that equipment.
0: So, what is IT industry before and uh, after uh, uh, your company? What was that? I'm sorry. Uh, what is what is IT industry uh, in US before and after your company?
1: Um, could you could you clarify? Because I'm not sure.
0: I'm not sure I understand the question uh before uh, uh, before uh, uh starting your company what was it industry and after starting after entering into the market now it has uh, completed 14 years what changed that you bought with your company
2: um
1: i mean a lot i'd say i mean a lot of things have changed but they've also kind of stayed the same in mean, a lot of ways you know this you know there's uh you know and, a greater progression to obviously the cloud and that so there's less desktop hardware that we're seeing you know in the client's office space and more on the server side and in the data center the last two years has been uh, very uh you know interesting because of uh you know covid and the, uh, the lockdowns with the pandemic and that the uh, you know, that uh, that put a big damper on our business we were considered essential here in uh, where we were located so we were allowed to operate but 99 percent of our customers were closed so <laughs> didn't really help much um but uh, you know now things are kind of you know easing and opening back up but we still find a lot of a lot of clients that are still um, working from home working remotely and you know there's still. So the equipment that might have been slated for disposition as part of their refresh cycle that we would normally be getting from them has been, uh, you know, is either just kind of sitting idle in the offices and they're not sure what they're going to do with it yet, or it's been, you know, since repurposed, you know, back in 2020 to, you know, fill that void where everybody was working from home and they needed this hardware, they, you know, laptops and desktops and what, what have you, so that they can work from home and set up these uh, remote workforces.
0: So, so what is that understanding of yours is making things possible and solve the problems.
1: Um, so, I mean, like the main problem, I mean, what most of our clients have is they just have, you know, they need to clear out the equipment in uh, a secure manner. So, they want that the they want the equipment removed so they can, you know, gain back the space, make make room for, you know, the new the new the new infrastructure projects. And they also want to make sure that the equipment has been, uh, you know, wiped properly so that any data on hard drives and other, you know, data-containing devices have been uh, have been destroyed properly, you know, and that they can trust us to make sure that that's, you know, that's d- done correctly. And then um, along with that, you know, customers, I find the problem that we, we solve for them is, you know, the old equipment, you know, they've already, they've spent the money on it, but they'd like to get something back out of it. So we're able to, you know, take that equipment and either you know buy it outright from them, you know, do a wholesale buy, or we work with them to uh, consign the equipment where we'll refurbish it in our facility, and then uh, you know remarket it to our our sources and uh, you know get uh, you know generate revenue from that that we share back to the, with the customer from that uh, surplus equipment, and they can take that uh, the money that that found money, if you will. And put that towards their IT budgets or you know other other expenditures where the IT department was traditionally a cost center for most businesses. This, you know, this is a way where we can help them offset and have a department that you know generally never you know is always just you know cash flow negative is you know, in this case would be create some positive cash flow in that that line item of business that can you know offset future projects.
0: Uh, being a leader and being the owner of a company and uh, uh, being the manager of it, how uh, how is this experience? You are doing this for a long time.
1: Um, it's it's tough. I mean, every day you're uh, it's, you know you're learning to try and be a better leader and to, uh, you know listen and learn from my team. You know that you know it's a small team, but uh, you know trying to develop and grow the team back up to where we were you know pre-pandemic. Um, but uh, it's you know de- definitely a, a journey, not a, not a destination. you're always trying to learn new ways to obviously improve operational efficiencies and you know and costs, but also to make sure that the staff that I have working for me you know likes working you know and enjoys what they do and that also you know making sure that they're you know properly paid. For their work and that, so that you know they they feel like that they're valued for what they're doing and that they you know they bring you know you know, truly something you know important to the team, so that we're successful. I mean you know without without my team, I mean, you know my business is nothing. I rely on them for you know almost everything. So, uh,
0: is it possible uh, for you to be consistent in giving the quality service to your clients?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we all that's one area we've always excelled in is you know that our customers you know for the last decade or, you know plus now um, you know come to us because we're reliable. We provide the service. We say you know we say what we 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 do what we're going to say or we say we do what we say we're going to do, and we you know the the follow up and the follow through is there. So when a customer you know we agree upon something and then we say we're going to get it done. It's going to get done in a timely manner. We, you know, we hit the deadlines and goals that they, and ex, you know, and the expectations are are met and managed in a way that, you know, that, you know, they know that when they call us that they don't have to worry about it. We're going to take care of it. The price is going to be fair, and the work's going to be, and the, you know, the project's going to be handled, you know, properly, you know,
0: and efficiently so what is the biggest thing that you did and uh, how you made it what was i am sorry what is the biggest thing uh, that you did uh, and how you made it
1: uh, like what thing like what do you mean like in what in particular such as like you have, like an example
0: any any decision that you made uh, 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 to to give the quality service or uh, to give uh, uh, which made uh, your company put forward.
2: Um, it it cut out, I'm sorry, it cut out there for a
0: second. Any any particular experience that uh, that uh, that uh, that made you think a lot?
2: Um. I mean, there has been meant, you know, quite you know,
1: many experiences and they're all kind of, uh, you know, they're all, you know, you learn from all of them as you go and, uh, You know, you take, you know, what you learn on those earlier experiences and use them to, you know, improve, you know, what, you know, if, you know, something was done wrong. I mean, you know, any business is going to, you know, have, you know, screw-ups and things not go 100% right all the time. It's, you know, it's the way that a business handles them and resolves them for the customer in a satisfactory manner that makes them stand out and sets them apart, I'd say. So, I mean, you know, that's one thing we were always, you know, able to be very uh, flexible and uh, work on the fly with the customers to you know, kind of uh, come up with an engineer solutions as, you know, different, uh, you know, speed bumps and hiccups come
0: up along the way. Uh, what is your What is your driving force? What is motivating you? What is making you to wake up in the morning and uh, make things possible? Um. Well,
1: my kids for one. <laughs> so they you yeah, know, they, they 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 keep me uh very busy uh you know a lot of the time. So that's why I have to rely on my uh, my team so much to you know get things done. So I'm not able to be uh you know, in the uh physically in the office, you know, work remotely a lot. And so, so they uh you know they're kind of the driving force behind uh you know what uh, you know you know what kind of gets me out of. Out of bed every day, and then I, you know, I like the challenges that come with, you know, with what we do. And there's always different opportunities for, you know, to deal with different customers, and you know, to get different types of equipment, and you know, just to come up with an engineer solutions for projects that require, you know, you know, complex planning to, you know, get equipment out of a, you know, a building in New York City, or you know, decommissioning a data center. That's going to require you know many different subcontractors to work together to uh you know to pull off the job you know to and uh, you know to get it done for you know the, for the customer and then all those involved.
0: So what is the difference that you observed in uh, connectivity between information technology and human from all these uh, huge experience of yours? Hmm.
2: Can you give like an example because i'm kind of I'm not sure how to answer that
0: so you are, you are you are into industry from long time you saw the change uh, how the technology influenced and uh, made a human to do things which uh, he didn't did before so you are uh, you're being the witness for it so what do you say how it changed mankind
1: uh, i'd say that you know now we
0: mean
1: the biggest change that i see is um you know obviously you know with the development of ai and then the you know the progression of the other that you know technology and machine learning in that in that space with obviously the the enterprise infrastructure getting so much more powerful in the last decade that uh you know things where we used to interact with you know, larger teams of people for different projects, and you know, we you would work with a customer, and you know, they would be getting rid of, you know, you know, as a just an example, you know, 50 servers, but now with the equipment being so densely you know, populated and virtualized, in that to allow things to be done, that now that same customer only has five machines, and you know, they you know are able to manage them remotely. They don't even need staff at the site anymore to actually maintain and to, you know physically make, make be have an actual physical presence there to you know to take care of uh, the equipment everything is just you know able to be managed remotely and the uh, equipment you know the, the life cycle,
2: you know, seems
1: to be much longer and you know, then the than the average so they're extending life cycles so that uh, the equipment's you know in use for longer because they're able to repurpose it in different ways or just, you know, virtualize it and make more use of the hardware and, you know, you know, and then, uh, you know, redeploy it in uh, you know a different fashion.
0: So how you uh, how you are able to get uh, success in both understanding uh, the technical aspect, the technology and also understanding the business aspect, how you are able to uh, get the success.
1: You a lot of it's communicating with people, and then I, you know, I try to, you know, stay current, and I do, I just read, you know, watch, you know, YouTube's great for, you know, different content from different other podcasts and different, you know, different, you know, commentators and, you know, and industry thought leaders for, you know, information on what's going on, and then, you just constantly just always trying to improve my knowledge by, you know, just, uh, you know, reading, you know, books, wikis, you know, just all different types of information that I can kind of get my hands on to learn about, uh, you know, learn about things in the industry and then in business as a whole so that I can, you know, continue to provide, you know, you know, the, the best solution to our customers.
0: So uh, if you, if you, if you, uh, if if, if there are two people in you, and uh, if you are, if I ask you to give a compliment uh, to one of the person uh, that in yourself, so what, what, what is the compliment that you give to yourself by observing all the things, the achievements that you did?
1: Um, well, I don't, I don't compliment myself very often. I mean, I'm, I guess, I'm, I'm, I'm my, I'm my biggest, uh, yeah, cheerleader, but then I'm also the one that's, I'm hardest on myself as well too, so. I hold myself to a, a you know, higher standard, I guess. So,
0: so how uh, you use your twenty-four hours
2: of yours? Um,
1: I mean, you know, a lot of it, yeah, is focused on work, but I also try to have a proper balance in uh, work and, you know, with wor- of work-life balance, you know. And I, you know, in the last two years, obviously, with with everything having happened, I put a lot more influence on family because I've, you know, you know i lost my dad a number of years ago to cancer and, you know, kind of realized, uh, you know, kind of what the, uh, you know, how how short our time is here on, on this planet. So, you know, and it can be taken away immediately without, without, or not, without any notice. So I tried to uh, spend, you know, an equal amount of time with, you know, with, family and you know and friends uh you know so that i'm not just spending all my time at my work and that's like you know, it's more than a job to me because i mean i like i like doing what i do and it's you know so it's like you know it's not a you know not like to a lot of people they just you know they hate their job and they have to come in and do it every day i mean you know i like what i do so it doesn't really feel like work and i get caught up in it and i'm there you know you find yourself working late but then i'm like i got to step back and i'm like yeah, you know, I, I could work here all night if I wanted to, because it's just like, you know, enjoy what I'm doing. But, you know, I got to take some time and uh, step away and make sure that, uh, you know, family and that's also. You know, getting the focus so I, you know, I spend, you know, I tend to, you know, now break up my days and split days and make sure I spend you know, as much time with my kids and that as possible.
0: Uh, what are those values uh, of yours? and of your company that made uh, you to exchange the energy. In United States.
2: Um? What do you mean by that? I'm
1: not sure about the question.
0: How you're able to do this exchange? uh, uh, The the energy that you have uh, that you're giving to the human uh, solving problems through your company and taking uh, in return. Uh, for the energy that you're giving. How, what core values of yours made uh, this long journey possible?
1: Um, I would definitely say, I mean, like, you know, I mean, uh, definitely a, a, a work ethic that was, you know, instilled by parent my parents and family, you know, just uh, not to give up. And like, I mean, I you know, in business, you can't give up every time you have a failure or, you know, some sort of loss. You know, I've been turned down and said no two more times than i can count if i did that i would have given up years ago so i'd say you know just having the ability to uh you know persevere and uh you know don't take no for an answer you know and just don't, and not to just give up when you're faced with a no you know not you know every every you know all no's can eventually turn into a yes we, we keep working you know working at it and using you know Kind of just uh thinking outside the box and coming up with new angles and ways to do things i mean we had to pivot greatly in our business with uh with COVID and that so i mean you know, we've we, we you know a lot of our business now for example we also you know we're in uh, renewable energy and uh, a chunk of our business comes from
2: uh, the uh, refurbished uh solar panels so <laughs>
0: So, uh, how much wealth uh you created with uh, CLR solutions? It can be anything.
1: What was that? How how much what?
0: How much wealth uh you created uh, with CLR solutions after starting and till now?
1: Um, wealth. You mean like monetary?
0: You mean you're talking about or? i mean uh, the energy that you gave to the planet and uh, the energy that uh, you got from the planet uh
1: that's a that's a good question i've i've, I've honestly never thought of it like that you know i'm 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 more i don't know i'm not not so much a cerebral person as a uh, More of a grounded I'm a I'm an engineer, so I think of things in science and facts and numbers most of the time, to be
2: honest, so. Just a different, just a different way of thinking, that's all. So what is the best
0: experience uh, uh, as a as a founder of yours?
2: Uh, Best experience, I mean, I'd
1: say just I overall having the. Freedom to make your own decisions, and the only person that um, you're relying on for a paycheck and your own freedom is yourself. I and mean, yes, obviously we have you know clients that we're beholden to because you know the you know without them we would not have a business. But you know the you know I have the freedom to then when I get up in the morning, if I don't want to go to work that day, or you know I want to go do something else, or do something with my kids or whatever you know you know or participate in one of my hobbies you know i can just go and do that and still take care of things so i think that that's you know i think some of you know those are the most memorable things that you know from starting a business in that
0: uh what what made the people to connect with uh, clr solutions um we most of our it's word of mouth
1: referrals i mean you know, we do good. We do great work for people. They're happy and they 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 tell other people and, uh, you know, that uh, that word
2: of mouth, you know, carries greatly in the in the business community, I find.
0: So uh, any particular uh, 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 project that you cannot forget or the experience?
2: Um. Well, we've done a lot of projects over the years, but I mean, we've done, uh, for
1: example, I mean, we did a uh, project a number of years ago now, but uh, one of the uh, national uh, semiconductor manufacturers was uh, moving their national headquarters here in New Jersey, and we decommissioned their entire 300,000 square foot um, office facility with with multiple data centers within that building we did that with a with a small team in under two weeks and recovered uh, almost half a million pounds of electronics from that from that building for the customer and were able to you know get everything done in a timely manner save the money over a competitor and also provide um credits back from equipment that we were able to remarket for
0: So how is your government support
2: to you? What was that? Uh
0: your government support to you. Didn't you say government?
2: Yeah. Uh, that's
1: a that's a touchy subject here. Uh, they don't really help us in any way, honestly. I mean, they they like to overregulate us and make the business more difficult. To be honest with you.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what do you understand about the present technology? It is not same like uh, 14 years before.
1: I mean, in some ways, in some ways, it's the same. It's just the way that we interact with it is different. Whereas back, th- you know, 14 years ago, it was more. Everything was stored on the desktop and or locally, maybe on a server in your network. Now, you know, ninety, I'd say ninety plus percent of what we do, and I'd imagine you do and other people do on a daily basis, is you know, in the cloud, excuse me, in some shape or form, which is basically just servers somewhere else and in, in another data center. And you know, what well, you know, the other biggest thing is like you know, software and that that we interact with. You know, fourteen years ago was mostly you know a single you know a single purchase single you know single expense you you bought the license and you were able to use it now you are paying recurring subscription fees for monthly use so i'd say that's one of the you know the, the biggest things that's uh, that's changed
0: so how many industries you have served what's that how many industries you have served
1: um, like like that we like how many different like industry verticals that we work with? You mean? Yeah, yeah. uh we, I, I honestly couldn't count. I mean, we 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 work with just about every vertical that there is out there. I mean, our, our strongest ones that we work with most consistently, I'd say, are you know in in healthcare, medical, and then like um, finance, banking, because obviously they are uh, most two of the most heavily regulated industries. So the um, proper data destruction and prevention of data breaches, and uh, you know, providing you know, certificates of recycling, giving them you know the uh, audit trails for the equipment, so that the uh, you, you know that they're covered and that made sure everything is done properly is uh, I'd say probably the, you know, is the most important for them.
0: So I can see a lot of uh, productivity and uh, growth in in the time uh, that you spent on this uh, uh, in this company so what is what is that uh, energy that is uh, making you to do this
1: um i've just always been you know driven to just you know wanting to you know continue to to keep you know growing the business and uh, you know driving things forward and expanding into you know different areas and uh, you know, kind of seeing where the where the market takes us, and then with the pandemic, you know, kind of having to, you know, shift and reallocate resources, you know, to, to different areas. So it's been uh, you know, kind of it's been a uh, fluid process of uh, constant constant changes. Different uh, the customer needs changed, and then you know the the demand for different equipment from Customers that purchased the refurbished equipment has you know has changed you know drastically over the last you know last ten years and then the last two years with everything you know the the demands for equipment that had kind of previously fallen you know into low demand you know that you know jumped back up and then supply chain shortages causing you know problems with you know acquiring new so people are. You know looking to acquire you know used and refurbished you know different types of you know gear for their different for their needs you know made uh you know things uh previously not that weren't not viable you know suddenly viable again because the, the markets you know came back
0: so communicating with machines uh, which are lifeless communicating with human beings how you are able to do this and be successful uh
1: i mean i much much rather prefer you know you know communicating with people and actually talking talking on the phone and that because i find a lot of a uh, a lot is lost in translation with email and you know text messages which seem to be the preferred communi- you know especially text messages now even more so is the preferred you know method of communication with uh with clients and that and then also, you know, end customers that purchase our, you know, refurbished and used product, you know, but, uh, you know, that's just kind of the way the market's going and the people's, uh, people are just become so busy because of all the tech that we're inundated with on a daily basis. So they don't have the time to even respond via a phone call. So then now we have, we, <laughs> we're relegated to, you know, short abbreviated
2: text with emojis.
0: (laughs) So uh, you started CLR solutions uh, 14 years back, so uh, the time was connected with it. Today, CLR uh, solutions are still there and time is connected with this. So uh, what is the difference that you are seeing in both of these connections? Um, what do you mean exactly? I'm not. I'm not sure.
2: I understand the question.
0: How effectively you are using your time? Um,
1: now I'm able to more effectively use it because I, yeah, you know, we 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 were able to pr- fairly easily transition a lot of what we were doing to remote with the pandemic because we'd already, you know, put in place a lot of you know. Efficiency solutions, you know, an ERP system and that to manage the business, but now I, I, you know, I consistently use about a dozen different applications in my daily, you know, my daily workflow in that and also personal to just, you know, manage uh, the use of my time so that I can free up time to be more effective at, you know, doing the things that I'm working on and then also allow me to focus on, you know, passion projects and also, to be able to put in you know, more time with my
0: family. Uh, you are a continuous learner. Uh, you created uh, a lot of uh, productions already. So, how uh, how much uh, happy you are for whatever you did?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, we've, it's
1: a tough one, there, but. um yeah i mean i'm I'm happy with what we've done thus far, but i'm you know I'm always striving to 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 do more and to be able to you know just continue producing you
2: know, uh, you know, you know positive things. what are yeah. your next plans next plans what's that
0: your your next plans
2: um
1: for for 2022, I mean plans. You know, just
0: you know, now that things
1: are finally opening up more so, you know, like with a lot of the restrictions and not really easing, and I hoping to see that you know some return to normalcy, if you will, and uh, people getting back in the office, even if it's not in the same way as it was before, but uh, you know, being able to you know communicate and uh, you know. Try and re-establish some of those personal relationships with with clients and that versus trying to you know reach them over you know these Zoom meetings that everybody has been you know dreads having to go on now and being able to you know actually you know meet them in person and you know talk to them and you know you know be able to you know solve their problems and you know get them a solution that you know kind of takes care of what whatever pain points they might have you know and be uh, be able to kind of redevelop those relate you know those in interpersonal relationships with the with the clients and you know so that you know they, you know versus the you know, the very impersonal you know you know video conferences <laughs> and uh, you know trying to uh, add add additional team members to our workforce so that uh, you know we can uh, continue to you know, grow back to our
2: uh, pre-COVID
0: workforce size. So uh, how your communication skills uh, helped you in uh, uh, making uh, the technology better?
2: Um, I mean, communications, everything
1: is, you know, just being able to effectively manage and clearly state you know, needs and intentions I think are key. I think that from what I've seen, a lot of uh, a lot of that got lost during during COVID and people right now heavily rely on the pandemic as an excuse for poor communications. <laughs> you know, not getting back to you, you know, not returning phone calls, not returning emails, you know, blame being too busy, but yeah. Uh, you know, you got to be. You, you have to communicate. I mean, you know, I'm available for our customers when they need us. You know, whenever. I mean, we do stuff on weekends, holidays. You know, when when it's needed to get things done. You know, we, I still maintain a you know a balance with my with my family, but uh, you know, if the customer needs to get something done, we make sure that it's taken care of and you know, we you know answer the phone when they call. <laughs>
0: So in this 14 years of experience, uh, what do you think that um, that is that is making software to connect with a large number of people on this planet?
2: Uh, Like, in what way? I mean, because we
1: don't we don't really deal too much in software. I mean, we're we mostly we're just we're not, you know, our business is primarily, you know, surplus hardware.
0: yeah you are uh, uh, you are into hardware so what is what is that thing that uh, the from last few years uh, the the change of hardware that you are seeing so how that is impacting the world
1: um i'd say i mean obviously it just gets uh you know the 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 power of hardware just gets you know it you know exponentially Better and then you know it's you know uses less power so more and more can be used in a mobile environment versus us being you know kind of uh, chained to our desktops and uh, not being able to you know kind of get out and be able to do things in the field while while it's, you know achieving that productivity that's needed for the
2: computer.
0: Uh, how you are able to communicate with uh, non-technical clients?
1: I always try to, you know, keep things at a a simple level to, you know, explain it to them so that they, in a way that they can understand it. I also have, you know, a salesperson on my team that's, you know, non-technical as well. So he's, you know, he's very good at explaining it to the customers in a way that they can understand because obviously a lot of times when they've been tasked with, you know, needing our services, they're not, it's not their area of specialty is IT. It might, you know, they might be an operations person, an admin, you know, different, you know, you know, know, uh, other managerial roles. So they're not, uh, they're not versed in the tech side of it. So we're able to, you know, simplify things. And then we have different forms and templates that allow the customer to, you know, when they're gathering information for us that, you know, really simplify them and gives them a, you know, like a a how-to guide and that to kind of, you know, get things done.
0: So what do you want to do with uh, CLR solutions?
2: Well, like uh,
1: going forward, like.
0: Yeah. What change that you want to bring in the industry?
1: Um, I'd say, you know, the, the biggest change I think is just educating the you know you know continue to keep educating corporate customers in the of the importance of uh, using using the right vendors and um trying to make sure that they understand uh you know things that can be done to prevent data breaches within you know within their businesses and that so that they you know don't aren't reactive and try to be more proactive and by using you know services like ours they can uh, you know prevent the problems from ever recurring
0: so uh, at last what do you say to the people who are watching this uh, conversation from anywhere on this planet
1: uh, well i'd say i guess th- thank you for you know thank you for uh, you know tuning in and uh, you know listening for for this long and I appreciate uh, you 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 know, you're checking out this podcast
0: that that you've put together for us. So as a founder and as a CEO of a company, uh, as a person who is into technology from long time, have a lot of experience in communicating with people as well as machines. What do you say about my videos? Have you seen any videos of mine on YouTube?
1: um Yeah, I've I've, I've seen I've seen a few of them. I like them. Like the. Uh, interaction and you bring together from people from a lot of uh different various industries to give uh people you know in your audience a uh you know just a a broad-ranging perspective of uh you know giving people an idea of you know different jobs and you know careers and experiences that that are out there and kind of get you know have people then asking questions themselves so that they can learn about other industries and. And learning about different topics and that that they didn't know about. So that we can just kind of, uh, you know, you know, keep keep their uh, creativity and interest picked so that they want, you know, they themselves want to learn and become better persons.
0: So uh, I did masters in software engineering and I did uh, a bachelors in computer science and engineering. So how uh, these conversations great people like you who are already in the industry have huge experience talking and learning and knowing how things work uh, all this information how this is going to be helpful for me if i work in a it position in coming days
1: um you'd be able to kind of use it to you know learn about uh, you know the almost it's like to a lot a lot of companies the disposition and the Asset management is like secondary to just managing the day-to-day and making sure everything is working. So a lot of times, uh, our part, of, you know, our, our the last piece of the IT lifecycle, the disposition and that is kind of you know backburnered and falls to the wayside. So this, you know, I feel like if you're in the industry, it you know might open your open your eyes to you know being able to incorporate. Uh, this piece of the life cycle into, you know, your thought and your your planning and
0: project process. So thank you, Chris. Uh, I hope uh, uh, your service reaches all around the world and I hope uh, you continue doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, continue giving the great uh, uh, service that you are giving and I hope uh, uh, you do. uh, more a lot of companies and a lot of individuals can benefit because of uh, the work that you're doing thank
1: you thank you for your I the opportunity.
0: can i put this video on my youtube channel with your permission yes and also can i put this audio and video clip on my podcast website internet social media everywhere with your permission mm-hmm. that'd be fine yeah, I'll put your website link on the screen and, and as as well as uh, in the description of this video. People who find our video on YouTube can see it.
1: Okay, sounds good. I've got a YouTube channel. I mean, we're, you know, very small, but yeah, you know, for our business and yeah, you know, we could put it up on there as well.
0: So for podcast people who are listening to this conversation on podcast, can you spell your website?
1: Yeah, it's www.clr.com. S O L U T I O N S N J dot com, C L R Solutions N J dot com.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Chris. Uh, uh, Keep inspiring.
2: Thank you.